What do you do when you realize that you're a woman trapped in a man's body? What do you do when you realize the man you married is a woman? In this series, we reflect on our past to discuss how we got here and explore where we can go from this point moving forward. Hi, and welcome to The Rage. My name is Callista Termini. And I'm Jennifer Termini. And today we're going to be talking about our living situation since uh, splitting up. Mm-hmm. And in particular, our living situation with respect to our daughter, right? Yeah, definitely. Which has not been an easy situation on both our parts. On my side, um, especially during the pandemic, which maybe sort of is kind of over, kind of not. But, um, you know, she, especially during the beginning part, I really didn't see that much of her because there was so much anxiety about like, people getting together and just staying home and not getting together with anyone. You didn't want me around and you didn't want her around because she was around me. No, that's not true. Yeah. What? Well, that was... In the beginning, you guys were very scared, understandably so, Mm -hmm. and you didn't... I wasn't keeping to myself as much as you guys were. You guys were completely isolating. So you told me, I don't want you coming around, and I don't want Athena coming around because she's around you and you're around other people. And so, you know, it was out of abundance of caution. That's the way I remember it. You don't remember that? I do remember some of that um, because it was, there was more risk. This was before there were uh, vaccinations. And I wasn't mad at you for that. I completely understood. I respected your decision, but it meant that you didn't see our daughter as much. Yeah. And even before that though, like there was this period, like the first three or four months, it seems where everybody was just isolated. You couldn't get together with anybody. It wasn't safe. And I was completely paranoid in the beginning. I was washing the outside of groceries, like plastic bags and things like it was really intense at first. Yeah. So, and then after that was this later part where people started to get tired and we're going to get together and things like that, but there still were no vaccinations. So there was then that part too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and no, so I didn't see a lot of Athena during that time. And then when I did see her, um, when she was d- doing school remotely, uh, there were times when she would uh, be at my place, but she would be in her room going to school and I would be in my office working all day on the computer seeing clients. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't end up being a situation where I was able to see a lot of her. So mm-hmm. now flash forward um, approximately three years, uh, just about. And, you know, there's a situation where um, I have a much larger space and there's more room for Athena and Uh, There's this greater desire for me to have her around more because she's entering high school and I'm only going to have so many years left with her before she goes off to school. And so I feel like it's really important that I have this time with her. Mm -hmm. Um, But the complication on my side is I'm still working all day, every day, um, except for weekends. Mm -hmm. And so I can drive her to school in the morning. But picking her up in the afternoon, we haven't quite worked out. And so there's that side of it. But then there's also the side where um, our daughter's so used to 
being at your place a lot of the time that she doesn't want to uh, do one week with you and one week with me because, well, she says that it's because her stuff is you know, in two locations and it gets frustrating for her. Yeah, and we've done our best to try to duplicate items like toiletries and things like that at both houses. But still, she says, it's. A, I still see her jamming things in her bag, trying to cart things back and forth. There's certain things that either she doesn't want to ask you to pay for a duplicate or for whatever reason she just is attached to whatever the item is. And so she doesn't feel like she can just pick up and show up here and everything is settled. She feels like she has to pack a bag every time. So she said to me, Mom, when you were growing up and your parents divorced, did you have to go back and forth? And I said, well, no, I didn't. And she was kind of like, hmm, you know, like, I don't really want to go back and forth. And and I didn't interpret that as that she didn't want to be with you or, or that it was anything to do with not liking you. I just interpreted that as a kid who doesn't want to go back and forth, just wants to have a home base. And I completely understand that. And I also can completely understand why Callista wants to have her around and spend time together. I get that. That's valid. So it's really tough. And I don't know what to do because I don't want to push her to be uncomfortable. And I also don't want to keep her from Callista. So I feel like I'm kind of caught in the middle and I don't know what to do. Meanwhile, I would love to have her spend more time over here. The amount of driving and gas and things that it's costing me to take her back and forth it's like two hours every day at least to get her to and from school it's a lot Mm -hmm. so I just don't know what to do so we're trying to work that out but we were talking about this earlier today and it was definitely a point of frustration on both of us where I was like I said lamenting the fact that it's like hey there's four years and then she's off to college and then who knows what it's going to be like and certainly on your side feeling like you have to give up a lot of your time in order to make sure that she's accommodated. Yeah and I mean I'm happy to do it because that's kind of what I've always done my whole life is she's a huge part of my world so I I don't mind and I've accommodated my work schedule so that I can do that. Now there's a consequence to that. I'm not making as much money. I don't have like a nine to five. And, you know, that's like you have to make sacrifices when you figure out what you want to do and what you need to do. And so I've made those sacrifices. It's not easy, but I do it because that's what parents do. And mm-hmm. so now you're going to have to figure out what sacrifices you're going to make if you want to be picking her up or if you can coordinate something within our friend circle or something within the community if you can get support with that that's for you to figure out but it is a challenge it's a challenge for every parent yep exactly and you know it's a challenge that I definitely want because that's part of being a responsible parent I think you can't just sit there and I can't and don't want, nor do I expect you to be able to do everything so that I can continue working and all of that. I have to be able to, you know, find that balance, which I think is really important instead of, you know, expecting the other person to just do everything. I mean, even in terms of finances, it's funny because you were saying like, oh, she went to, you know, uh, this uh, chili cook-off with some friends this past weekend. And that was, like $80 or something and so she's so Jennifer's like oh I'm gonna need you know $40 from you and I was just like um 
okay. Like, um, and I have always said that Jennifer, and you know, quite seriously, have always been like, I'm never going to say no when it comes to, you know, splitting finances for our daughter because that is both of our responsibilities. Um, mm, you say that, but I don't know. What do I think there's I, well, I think there's certain things that you don't want to pay for, and that could be a whole nother topic. Um, but you have been generally you're really good about it, but sometimes you give make give a little pushback. Sure, and and then know. I get uncomfortable even asking, and then I get mad at myself. Like, why am I afraid to ask for forty dollars? You know. Yeah. So it's a dynamic that is difficult on both sides. Sure, and I think any uh, family that's split up. Money is always a huge issue, but I think the point being, and I've always been pretty, you know, clear about this when it comes to things that our daughter needs, um, I am right there to support, you know, yeah. getting that stuff done. I mean, that's true. I guess where I'm getting hung up is that, like, yes, if there, if she needs a pair of shoes, you will pay for it. If mm-hmm. she has a soccer something, you'll pay for it. If when it comes to like gas or um, utilities or things where I'm bearing the brunt of it, you don't want to pay any of that no um and i think that the thing that we had talked about was that's why athena needs to spend more time here so it is more equitable right but she doesn't respect. want to so that's the challenge so yes she hasn't she loves you but she hasn't wanted to so 90 percent of the time she's with me mm-hmm. yeah so hence our dilemma in terms of dealing with this yeah. and trying to remain kind to each other <laughs> It's true, but that's a real, like, that's the real tea, you know? Like, I never really want to bring that up to you, but it's something that's real. Sure. And then your answer to it is, we'll have her come here. Yes. And it's like, well, she doesn't want to come here. So then it's like, we're just at a stalemate. And then meanwhile, I'm incurring all those charges and bills. And But, you know, to your credit, anytime, even if you give me a little pushback, if I say I need half of whatever, you do pay it. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and it's never about me not wanting to support our daughter. Sometimes it's like when I just... Well, I think you don't want to give the money because you don't want it to go to me. No. No, that's not the case at all whatsoever. It has everything to do with my relationship with money. Oh. Yeah. Which and, is dicey at best. <laughs> which I try to be better about. But, you know, like... Um, you know, one of the things that is still very frustrating is kind of on a separate note, but on a financial level, it's like 40% of everything I make still goes to somebody else. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's before taxes are taken off. So, okay, you know, so you don't have your full on license. Yet. No, I have all of the hours, but you need a specific number of hours with kids, couples and family. Yeah. And I still have that to fulfill before I can take the licensing exam. Yeah. So... Well, anytime someone changes a career the way you did, there's definitely a dip before you get back. And that's, you're experiencing that for sure. Yeah. So anyway, my point is, you know, when I hear like, oh, you know, I'm going to need, you know, $70 for this, $40 for that, $30 for this. And it's all kind of coming at once like it was today. Yeah, because I was holding on to it because I was just like, oh, I want to, you know, I hate like piecemealing to you. I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like it. I'd rather just have one lump and be like, okay, these things happened over the course of the week. Now, maybe you would rather me. Oh, can I have $10? Can I have $20? That feels (laughs) really heavy. I don't like that. Yeah, so it's kind of a difficult no-win situation for me. So I could do that Mm -hmm. or I could hold on to it and then be like, okay, these course of these 
over the course of two weeks, these things happened mm-hmm. that were very relevant to her. It wasn't, it's like school shoes and yeah. anyway, stuff. So anyway, but my point is that the, uh, uh, stress and anxiety around money is something that existed long before I ever met you. True. In fact, I remember so clearly it was when we were living at Park La Brea Uh and it was before we were married. Okay. And you had this whole conversation with me like about us having to join our finances. Well, because you were making me pay for my own coffee on our dates. And I was like, what the (laughs) hell? I'm like, if we're going to get married, we are combining this shit. We're going to be one family, one bank, one household, one, one. <laughs> I was very adamant about that. Mm-hmm. And did that make you go crazy when I said that well, to you? Well, let's just say it's, I still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was just kind of like... <laughs> Hackles up. Yeah. And I have to say, though, but a lot of this also has to do with how I was raised. Um, things were not given freely. Oh, no? No. No, I mean, certainly, you know, food and all of that was taken care of, but my parents constantly fought each other about money, mm-hmm. um, and I was in the, dragged in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And then any time I asked for anything, it was never freely given. Oh. It was always, well, what are you going to do to earn it? Oh. And so it could be $5 to go to the movies, or, I mean, I had you know, chores that I had to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to do those things. Um, And as much as I didn't want to do them, that was the only way I was able to have any money before I got a job. But even when it was, look, I was interested in getting a car and I asked my father about it. His response was, save your money. And so um, I took that as, okay, you don't want to be involved in, you know, the process of me trying to find a car. Oh, you didn't think that they were trying to teach you discipline and responsibility? There was so much of that. And, and again... Uh, too much of that, right? Too much of that. But you know what? You do fall into the trap of some of the ways that you were raised. You then repeat those of things. Of course I do. That's that's why I'm bringing oh, it up. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wow, you yeah. are always like, what is she going to do to earn? And I'm like, oh, let a kid be a kid. Let's, you know, let her go to the chili cook-off with her friends. You know, she's not... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I am like better about that. Like, you know, we had to get a laptop for her for school and it was like, I'm not going to make her earn that. You know, it's like, hey, let's figure this out and make it happen for her. Right. Um, so but of course, we don't want to be completely permissive with her. We want her to have a good work ethic because that's something that she needs to have. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's not great on either one of our parts um, is my feeling. Well, you know, she's not a willing participant as far as like cleaning a room and stuff. Like, but how many teens are? When I talk to my girlfriends, they're like, many of them say, oh, you know, the bedroom's just like something exploded inside of it. And, and that's kind of, I think it's sort of typical, not for all. And maybe we should have done more discipline earlier on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know what to do. So she's hit and miss. I don't want to disparage her and think that she doesn't do anything because she does. No, I'm not trying to. But it's difficult. And I remember being super messy as a kid myself. So maybe it's some of my DNA. (laughs) Well, and and same, and same, and same, same, same. Um, So yeah, um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, as we know. As I'm looking around this space and I see piles at your place (laughs) still yeah we're still like still haven't hung like pictures on the walls and stuff like that but 
Um, it isn't because I'm lazy, <laughs> you know? No, you're working very hard. So, oh, you know, one thing, this is kind of sort of off topic, but sort of relevant about you doing what you didn't like that your parents did, did to you, mm-hmm. but it had to do with food and sugar. Do you remember this? Our, and Athena still remembers this quite vividly. She wanted some pudding cups or something from like Costco, like a big thing of pudding cups. And I was, I got them for her and you said, what are these? Why are you giving our daughter these sugary pudding cups? And I said, oh, come on, you know, like really, she's a kid, can't she have some sweets every once in a while? And you're like, well, my mom never let me have sweets. And I go, how'd that work out for you? (laughs) Did you like that? And she goes, no, I hated it. And I'm like, well, then let her have a pudding cup. Like, give Mm -hmm. me a break. Do you remember that? Yeah. You're very restrictive about sugar. Well, for sure. You were restricted. Yeah. And also I do want, it's um, also coming from a place of love and caring as it was with my mother too. Yeah, no, it's true. And then the funny thing that here I am giving her, you know, sugar. And then I decide she's going to go to my mom's house. And I say to my mom, don't give her a bunch of sugar. Now I'm repeating <laughs> it. And I said, don't give her the like box cereal, the Fruit Loops and all that stuff. And sure enough, Athena goes over there. And my mom has all these mini little boxes of like cereal that's pure sugar. And she secretly gave them to her. And Athena says, that's like a fond, fond memory of childhood <laughs> going to grandma's and me going, don't give her any sugar. And her getting all the little cereal, crappy cereal boxes and gorging on them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> it's a lose, lose situation. It's basically the result of this, uh, today's episode. Yeah. So. Well, we still haven't figured out what we're going to do about this living situation. I mean, I, I, I want her to come here part mm-hmm. of the time. I, sh- she wants to make you happy, but she wants to stay at my place. You got to figure out the the pickup situation. That's still yes. not resolved for you. So. I need to figure that out, and hopefully there is a, a we have some ideas as far as what can be done uh, for that. But beyond that, I think that part of it is Athena is just going to have to get used to being here half of the time and being at your place half of the time and she will get used to it of course she's not going to want to do that at first yeah, she says it brings a lot of stress to her and once she's gotten used to it she'll normalize when you know and and this is the same with all kids i was no different you know and i you know had to figure it out but that's it was what it was um but i wonder now i'm just kind of spitballing here playing devil's advocate your parents were strict with you and forced you to do things that you didn't want to do and you kind of still have issues with it to this day. Do you feel like forcing her, and I'm not saying I'm against sure. it, but do you feel like making her making her stay here when she doesn't really want to in the hopes that it, that she will normalize? Do you think that that will backfire? If, if, she, if it really does backfire and it doesn't work, then at least we tried. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force her to do something if it, you know, continues to not work. Well, but, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is something that a lot of kids have to go through. Yeah, I understand that. And I agree with you that you have, we both have a finite amount of time that we have to keep her Mm -hmm. around and with us. So I understand your desire to want to spend time with her and the fact that you work so much having her here, you get to see her in between appointments. You get to see her for dinner. You get to have those little moments that you don't when she's not around. So I do get that. And she's already at that age where she wants to spend all her time in her room, mostly anyway, and with her friends. Mm -hmm. And actually, in probably a little over a couple years, she'll have her driver's license anyway. Mm -hmm. And at that point, 
you know? <laughs> I mean, I was, uh, you know, going back to that thing about like my dad not being involved in me getting a car. So I just came home with a car one day. Oh, was it the car that the bottom rusted out? Oh, yeah. It was a piece of garbage. <laughs> it was a, just trash. Um, yeah, it was a, oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. a rust bucket? A rust bucket. But I got it myself and, you know, and I learned how to fix cars <gasps> because you'd fix one thing on it and two things would break. Yeah. So I learned how to fix a lot of things. I'm just checking the time. Yeah. So um, anyway, but there are definite I think with the parenting thing, I don't want to necessarily do the same things that my parents did. And I don't feel that with Athena. Um, I am someone who, um, you know, makes her have to um, earn everything like she does. She is from both of us given a lot of things freely um, and given you know, with love. And hopefully that is something that will serve her well when she has kids of her own, if she so chooses, you know? Yeah. I was just thinking there are things that I, I do make her earn, but I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I think it's okay to have a good combo. Like she's part of a brain study with a a college and it's a 10 year study and she gets paid for for filling out forms and uh, answering questions. And so she was able to buy a pair of very expensive Nike Air shoes, like just some special type of a shoe. And I didn't want to pay that. It was like $200. And I knew you didn't want to pay for those shoes. Mm -hmm. And so she bought them with the money that she earned. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was a prudent thing to do. And then, of course, we bought her the regular Nike, the ones that I asked you to pay for half of. So she's got like her two main shoes. But like shoes are so important to kids, you know, especially in high school. And it's school and, you know, and it's clothes. And again, that's... And she's using them every day and, and all that's, that. And that's, yeah, part of the stuff that happens. Um, there was all that soccer stuff that was purchased, I remember. And then... Well, shoes, um, shin guards, and a ball. And she will, if she tries out next year, she will be mm-hmm. able to use the ball and the shin guards and maybe the shoes if right. her feet don't grow too right. much. You never know. Right. Well, that was a whole nother story. She was, <laughs> was going to try out and then she got cold feet for different reasons mainly because of lack of exercise from covid and just sure didn't want to do it yeah so anyway the but i only spent 30 bucks on the shoes oh it only cost you 15 it's like a couple cups of coffee so come on (laughs) i don't know where you're getting your coffee but (laughs) that would at least get me three cups um anyway um i think the point is is like for us uh in case you can't tell where uh, it's a difficult conversation, even on camera, where we're trying to explain the difficulties. And this is us trying to, you know, be our best selves about, you know, dealing with uh, subjects like this. So even when we do have a really good, you know, relationship, the two of us, and have communication and support one another and support our daughter, these things do happen. And I yeah, think we the- do rub up with conflict from yeah. time to time, but I think we're pretty kind to each other about it. Yeah. And I think as long as, and you know, I know I've said this before and you have too, like the point is I'm never coming from a place of malice or wanting to punish or anything like that. I may be like, Oh my God, like I wasn't expecting like to pay for Athena's braces, her chili cook off and her <laughs> shoes, mm. you know, all in one day. I see. You I know. See. And so it was like, all of a sudden it was just a lot at once. I get you. you that know? makes sense. I'll, I'll think about that next time. Yeah. But, but the uh, beginning of the month is always her braces. Sure. 
But my point being is that that's my issue of how I, you know, deal with these things. And I do try to be better about it. I'm certainly better at it than my parents were. Well, you were better today on the phone than I expected. Mm -hmm. You were silent for a minute, like, and I thought, oh boy, here (laughs) it comes, here it comes. She's going to say, you know what? I'm not paying for that. And I was like, just stealing myself, (laughs) like sitting there going, okay, okay, just keep calm. Don't, don't think the worst. And then you said, okay, I get it. I just wasn't expecting to pay that. And then you took a breath and then, you know, and then we were able to have like a dialogue about it. Like where I said, Oh, I was really nervous to ask you. And then I get resentful when I get nervous to ask you. And then you received that information and you didn't make me feel like shit for telling you that Mm -hmm. you just said, Oh, okay. You just understood, which I really appreciated. And that's very different than the old you. See how amazing I am. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Better. Yeah. A lot better. Anyway. Well, um, (laughs) so for those of you who have uh, kids or are in a family or are uh, in the process of trying to figure things out, hopefully you'll find some valuable information in this. But I think, as always, it comes back to being kind to yourself and being kind to each other, because ultimately it's our daughter is the one who's going to uh, benefit or suffer as a result of how we deal with each other in these that's, respects. That's true, but what did we actually resolve anything? Well, we resolved not to kill each other. Oh, well, I didn't even <laughs> know that was on the table. Um, uh, but I guess we could say that, well, it sounds like what we're going to do is force her to come stay here and then hope it goes okay. <laughs> force her. You know what I mean? Yeah. To um, try to see, uh, encourage her to come, encourage her to spend some time and see if uh, if that normalizes for her and if there can be a routine that can get established. I'd like to say we're going to negotiate with her. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to force her, but um, there will be a negoti- heavy negotiation. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. And just hopefully keeping things more balanced. So um, anyway... Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button below. And like, share, comment, join us on Patreon. We have some new lights in this episode, thanks to our Patreon supporters. And thank you for that. We really appreciate it. It was much needed because there were many episodes where we're in the dark practically, and it drives me crazy. Every time I look at it, I'm just like, I hate that it's so dark. Likewise. (laughs) Likewise. So, yes, we really do. Um, That money goes towards us improving our equipment and uh, bringing you new episodes with hopefully some more surprises in store of things that we're going to do in the future. Yeah, we have some guests lined up. So, soon. Yes. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning into The Rage. If you haven't done so already, please hit the like, share, and subscribe button now. We truly appreciate all your wonderful support. Find us on social media at The Rage Episodes and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Want to get more involved? Join us on Patreon. Supporters receive extra benefits as well as access to member-only content. Thanks again and have a beautiful day.